guys in tangible say, I will not be denied. If you will not be denied in this game, you're going to give everything you've got on every play. But we do it, guys, by playing together, have faith, trust, and confidence in each other, and execute the plan. Do your job and do it every play in the game. Look, guys, there can be no glory without some pain. You got your mind right to do it. And that's how I like it. That's how we like it. So let's go dominate these guys for Crimson Talk, your Alabama football fan cast, and we're going to talk some Alabama football with Jerome from Birmingham and Greg, so let's get to it right now. Welcome back to Crimson Talk, and as usual, I'm joined by Jerome from Birmingham. Better known as Jerome from Birmingham on Twitter, fellas. There you go. And Greg. This is Greg Seventeen. Better known as Greg Rolltide. Greg, Greg Seventeen. Greg the instigator. Who me? I don't instigate. I don't know what you're talking about. And you know, this week we—I uh, mean, look. The thing is, there's been a lot of trash talk going around uh, in the uh, in over the interwebs. I mean. Granted, Clemson is the reigning national champion. There's no doubt about that. But are they the king of college football? At this point in time, they are the king of college football. There's no denying that. Uh, you know, they want to say they beat us, what, two out of the last three times. You know, they fail to forget about the, the whip, one whipping we put on them. But at this point in time, they are the king of college football. I give them that. Now bless their heart. I, I hope they I hope they. Uh... Remember these times because uh, I just don't see their reign lasting forever. Uh, you can't you can't play uh, in a conference that gives you no competition and expect every year to be able to ramp it up. Last year they were laid out to uh, have a great run in in, the, in college playoff series because I mean they they didn't have a, a, a tough season, but they turned around and they geared everything to the playoff. They had taken a beating from us. In the in the college football semifinals in the Sugar Bowl, and they and they used that as motivation, and they had an outstanding defense with a lot of depth, and I don't think they're going to be able to sustain that this year. I think they're going to take a step back. They probably will go through their season undefeated, but I think in when it when they get against top tier talent, I think it's going to show up. Well, you know? who is the top tier talent they're going to face until they get to the playoffs? Uh, well, the, the closest thing they're going to get is was a game two. With Texas A&M, but they're they're not going to face any top t- talent until they get to the until the they get to college playoff ser- you know series. Until well, then, they're not going to be pushed. Well, Greg, I tell you this right here about Clemson. Clemson is going to garnish garnish the same respect that Alabama has garnished. Clemson, as long as they don't lose a football game, I can care less what the experts say about their week schedule. Clemson will get the benefit of the doubt no matter what. Well, they should. They've earned it. 
Yeah, they earned that. Because that's a very, very good program, and a lot of people don't think they're going to be able to reload. I actually think they're going to be able to reload. I just don't think they're going to be as talented and as good as they was last year. But I can see them making the championship game. I just don't think this year they're going to be able to put the talent on the defensive side of the ball to slow down what Alabama's going to present this year. I don't no, think. I don't think so either. I think their defense is where they're going to take a, a, a step back. They People overlook the fact that the, the depth they had on the defensive line. Uh, their, their starting three or four were really, really good. I mean, because, you know, they went to the NFL, and they deserved it because they were, they were exceptionally good. The difference is those guys, although talented, are they going to be able to be as good and as deep and be able to go wave after wave like they was this past year? And I don't see it. And I think that's where I don't. I think that's where they're going to they're going to be uh, in trouble because they're not going to be able to win the line of scrimmage. People, this is where the game is won and lost. Line of scrimmage. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I just think uh, you know they bring bringing what maybe three or four returning starters back, but they also played a lot of guys last year. They had the opportunity. Yeah, they played to guys, play but a lot of guys. They played Which a lot of guys. It just, I just don't, I just don't think, I don't think they're going to have the overall talent depth like they had this this past year. Um, are they talented? Yes. How well will they develop? You know, time will tell. You, I mean, you can have all the four and five stars in the world. I mean, we know that you can have talent. It's how well are they developed? Remember what we went through last year our talent wasn't developed as well as it has been in the past. Yeah, we had a lot of injuries. A lot of guys got hurt before the season started, lost a lot of guys during the season. But I tell you this, the consistency with Clemson and the coaching staff, I can I can guarantee you they're going to have that team focused and zeroed in on Bama this year. They might play 13 or 14 different teams, but they target is Bama. So that coaching staff is going to have that team ready to go. Uh, They're gonna be ready to go. You you have a point that they will target Bama, but also let's be honest. Remember when we were 19, 20, 21 years old? You you couldn't tell us nothing for a couple of days in a row. Oh yeah, I and I I, th- I think their ego is probably gonna bite off more than they chew this time. Well, and guess what? There's no guarantee they even play Alabama, but. Why don't we flip the table around? So I mean, we've been talking about. Clemson, what about what about Alabama? What about this year's Alabama team? Why why do they even get a shot at us? Why do they get a shot at Alabama? Yeah, because they're the most they outside of Georgia. They're the most talented team in the country, and I just don't see Clemson going through the ACC with any problems. Uh, Miami made. May throw a little wrinkle in now, but I can't see they. Everybody want to say Syracuse, but hey, if Clemson come in and play the football game that they should play, Syracuse should have a problem. They they should have a problem with Syracuse. Well, let me right. let me rephrase it slightly, because what I'm saying is, we can all agree Clemson has an easy path. Everybody says we do, but other than the schedule, what is it about this team? What what's the makeup of this team? that guarantees us being there to play Clemson. Well, I'm going to let you go start out, Greg. Well, all right, first of all, there's no guarantees of football. I'll, I'll state that up front. Saying that, you look at what this team – this team last year was as talented offensively as, as there was. They got showed up in the champion, national championship game. 
I do not think they're going to let that uh, sit very well with them. I think they will be very focused. I think they'll realize that this isn't a a, a, a four-game season. This isn't a 10-game a season. This is going to be 15 games. Line up. You better perform your best or you'll lose your shot. And I think they learned that lesson last year. There, there's enough turnover on, on the team and enough – um, I believe there's going to be more leadership on this team this year that's not going to allow them to get complacent and just think they can show up and win. I think last year's team got – after we destroyed LSU, there was, a, there was a change on that team somewhere along the way. Focus, uh, desire, I, I don't know what it was, but something changed in that team, and I don't think – They got to be here. They, they woke up with the big head after that LSU game. Yeah, they whipped them all over the field. They LSU was supposed to give us the fight of our life, and that game was over quick. Well, you know what? And I'm also add this to it. I, I just think this football team this year, uh, their manhood got taken away from them. Clemson simply took our manhood away from them. They beat us up and down the field. The cards fell right for Clemson. And I think Alabama knows that that's their place. And they want to regain that spot. And the only way to regain that spot, you can't just go out and show up one or two games this year. You got to go out and show up consistently for 15 football games. And you got to show not only Clemson, but you got to show the college football world that, hey, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. So this football team here is going to be focused. It's going to be dedicated to winning. And I tell you, if it comes out and it comes out on fire and they got every all the cylinders clicking and they're ready to play ball, I just think this football team is going to be too hungry. They got too many guys that's capable of being big-time athletes on this team. I, ha- I You have guys, you have leaders on this team. You have a lot of leaders on this team that were young last year, and I think you're going to see it on the football field this year with the leadership they're going to bring. Well, I, I think you bring up some excellent points, and, and we've kind of circled Clemson. But I think there's another team that's potentially going, we'll have to face in the SEC championship game. You know, the uh, oh the, come on, not George. <laughs> hey, the puppy dogs have been have been have been barking. You know, they they've been barking at us saying we've had you on the rope twice. We're, we're going to get you. Well, I think them keep barking like that. I think that little circle is going right around their head too, just like it was with us in against Florida. I'm thinking we like put a thumping on their head this year i don't think we even face georgia in the sec championship game but okay oh you don't who you think is gonna be there i, I think florida might be there i i don't think oh, georgia don't i don't i don't think georgia i i i'm not i'm not gonna put any money on it but i i think i think florida i i think florida and Ge- uh, it's up to florida and georgia whichever one wants it bad enough well i think yeah i think you got some points here it, it, because you know, fans of Georgia have seemed to have forgotten they've lost all uh, just about all of their big playmakers offensively. I mean, they got DeAndre Swift coming back, and he's an excellent back, but he is not an ever-down back. And just this week, their top returning wide receiver got booted from the team. Well, if Florida, if Georgia lose that football game, fellas, it's not going to be because of talent. It's going to be because of to- coaching. And I don't see – I don't see Florida able to beat Georgia this year. This Georgia is just too stacked. Now, they're not stacked in all positions. They got a few positions that they got to kind of build on and get ready for the summer. But talent-wise, Florida should not be able to 
to beat Georgia. They well, shouldn't. I'm not going to say anything can happen. It's a robbery game. I, I got I got a robbery game. But, hey, Georgia focuses on another level than Florida right now. I, I, I get where you're going. But remember, they lost their offensive defense coordinator, and just my gut reaction, they downgraded in both of those positions. Okay, well, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. I think that's going. I think that's going to affect Georgia way more than people are, are wanting to uh, admit right now. I just think. I, mean, to, I think. That, I think that continuity is going going to take a chip this well, year. And, and to be fair, I, I think that is the difference this year. Is I think. I think. You know, obviously Georgia's been has been good the last two years. Uh, I think this is the uh, uh, I think this is the junior slump before Kirby really gets his players plugged in and gets his class his you know his first recruiting class really plugged in. I think this he didn't have a sophomore slump. I think it's going to be a junior slump, and then. And then Georgia will pick back up next year. I think this is Florida's chance to uh, sneak one past Georgia. We'll oh, see. You think, Florida, you think you think Florida Georgia will sneak back up next year? Uh, well, here's here, well, you, you bring up the, the 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 Florida sneaking up on them. Remember now, it, Florida supposedly was lacking of talent and and. Going into the what was it? Right at the end of the third quarter, first fourth quarter, they were only down like ten points. They were in that game, and uh, I, I just it's kind of my point. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I, I'm I'm not I'm not sold that, uh, that Georgia's just going to cakewalk through Florida. That, that's that's a whole different animal there. Yeah, well, if they don't cakewalk through them this year, it won't happen the next year simply because. Georgia lose their quarterback, and you're not going to tell me, or they're not going to tell me the quarterback that's way behind from is going to come in. Even though they're going to tell us Trevor Lawrence did it, Tua did it, I don't think Georgia has a quarterback capable. I don't I don't know if Carson Beck is that type of guy, but I, I just don't think he's going to have the talent around him on the offensive side of the ball because you got to understand, they whole offensive line this year they banking on is what, juniors and seniors? Oh yeah, they're and they're supposed to be, uh, you know, one of the top two, maybe worst three uh, lines in the in in the whole country. So they're banking on that offensive line making making hay. People are going to people you know overlook Jake Fromm. Fromm's pretty dang good. Oh, but also, good to, to me the the East, and I, and I know we're going away from where we wanted to go with this, but the East y'all is getting better. Florida's going to get better, and again, as much as I love Jeremy Pruitt. I love Jeremy Pruitt, but I hate Philip Fulmer, which makes me really hate Tennessee. But <laughs> is that uh, what it took? <laughs> I, I, I hate Philip Fulmer. I hate Philip Fulmer. Um, but Tennessee is going to be a lot better than people think this year. Mm. Tennessee's going to stick up and bite somebody. Well, I honestly, I think Tennessee is going to be the program. Not to beat in the East in the next couple of years, but I think they're going to be the program to actually push Georgia. I just think Kirby, I mean, uh, Pruitt is going to be able to get the, the talent in Tennessee once he gets settled in. It's probably going to be another two years, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee is pushing also with Florida. He, he's picking his guys one by one. Yeah. He's well, he, he learned from the best. Yeah, well, but but I I just the, he he's starting from ground zero, and I don't think Mullen was. So Mullen's got an opportunity yeah. this year. 
Pruitt maybe has something to build towards next year. But oh yeah. yeah. But I just I mean going back to the original point of this, Alabama with the coaching staff that we've got in place, uh, especially the addition of the seven that we got, there are some real gems in there. Uh, they may not be known as quote the best coaches. You know, they're not the new hotshot coaches. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, South Sensory, that dude can coach. He coaches with an attitude. That those outside linebackers are going to be fierce. Remember when he was here before? Those guys, uh, you know, were, were talented, but he got the most out of them. They were in the right place. They play. They played with the right angles. And and if y'all. If you looked at the defense the last few years, we have not played with great angles. No. You know, I think the key on the defense, and I think the key of the whole season this year, fellas, is going to be that defensive front seven. Oh, it, that, it, it, that defensive front seven, he can show up and get anywhere from six to eight guys in that rotation, we'll be just fine. Yeah, and, and I really believe um, Brian Baker, uh, adding him on the defensive line, is is a huge get. I think he will have those guys playing solid, good technique, not get overextended. I, I I really believe that he is, to me, he is our gem that we got out of this coaching change. Okay. I think we got pretty good to coaching staff down there. I just hope that the chemistry jails together, and I kind of hope, you know, the defense actually jails. Offense is going to be fine. I don't see no issues with the offense. I really don't see any issues with the defense. We just need bodies, and we need to stay healthy. We need a kicker. Well, you know what? I think the kid out of Hoover, what is it, uh, Will Ryder? What's his name? Yeah, Will Rocker. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be all right. You know, uh, if he can get in and not get rattled in the situations. Uh, but you know what, though? We may not even need a kicker this year. As... The whoopings may be so bad this year, the kicker can just sit on the sideline. Yeah, I was about to say, best 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 path forward is just don't need don't need the kicker to win the game. That'd be our best. So we don't need the kicker. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, so. I, I want our uh, you know the one thing you talking about no problems on the offense. The one thing I really want uh, for us offensively is I want our offensive line to get back to being physical and be able to drive people off off the line of scrimmage. I want to see us starting to have those 35, 40 minutes of time possession in the game instead of, well, yeah, we, we, we held the time of possession in the first half, but in the second half, um, we, we were doing a bunch of three and outs, and uh, we lost time of possession, and that left our defense on the field too long. I want us to see us wear people down, grind them down to nothing, make them, you know, make them regret playing us. Well, everybody buckle up because – and and I don't disagree with that at all, but everybody buckle up because that means that uh, Tua is not going to win the Heisman. But that's what we need is for Tua not to win the Heisman this year. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I mean we need we need to win games without him winning the games. We need to get back oh, yeah, to yeah, controlling the ball, that. time of possession, and it's not uh, you know trying to throw 56 points up on the board. It's about grinding people down and wearing them okay. out and beating them in the fourth quarter. And that means maybe we don't score but 28, 35 points a game. But you know what? It's a path to a national championship. And, as I, and that also going to be hard to do with uh, Judy Reed, Ruggs, and Smith, Waddle. That's going to be hard to tell them guys, hey, 
slow down. We're not going to try to put up all these numbers because when them guys get that ball in the open and to get a step on you, it, it's over. I, I actually think we're going to be pretty much putting up the same amount of numbers we did this year, last year. But I also I think the running backs is going to pick up. I don't think the offense is going to change much, fellas, in the next year or so, simply with Tua because Tua is a gunslinger. And, he and is. The, the problem is you can still win with Tua being a gunslinger. We just need to get that defense healthy and get some bodies. That well, was only our problem. That was a problem last year. The defense well, wasn't healthy and we didn't have the bodies. Oh, Tua now, can do the exact same thing he did last year. But he needs the defense to stay healthy. I agree with you. Um, the one thing, for whatever reason, I've I've had this kind of thought on my mind. I want to go back to when Saban was at LSU with Rohan Davy. They oh, pounded yeah. you to death and pounded you to death and made you suck your safeties up, try to stop the run. Then when they they went across the top for big explosive plays, and I just think. In today's offensive ball, I don't think it'll go completely that way, but I wouldn't be surprised if we grind people down and get them suck in, and then those guys get their touches and get their 30, 40, 50-yard touchdowns, and they get them in one one chunk like that. They may not have as many touches, Yeah, but I I still think they're going to put up enough yards um, overall and enough touchdowns individually that that it'll kind of balance itself, but I just see us – Tilting slightly more, run, run, uh, running the ball more than throwing the ball that like last year. I tell you what, if Coach Saban do that, he gonna really have to do it, do it just right because you don't want your your receivers to kind of oh, get yeah. to thinking well. You gotta uh, get. He's not gonna throw it as much, or you don't want to yeah. present to the the next year class receivers that hey, we're gonna kind of go back to the the ground and pound. Because, see, that could cause an issue. we got to go back and get the receivers involved in the running game. Yeah. yeah. Get them involved in the running game. Make I, plays I just, downfield. I, you don't have to have the ball in your hands to make a play downfield. Yeah. I just I, I just think that those guys, you know, they may still get somewhere between five and ten touches. You know, uh, one, say one will get five to ten. The other one will get, say, you know, four to seven. The other one will get three, three to five, whatever it is. And if if you do it that way, that's still basically fifteen, you know, fifteen to twenty touches for each one of them. And if and if two is throwing fifteen for eighteen, and those guys get around a hundred yards apiece, I mean, he's still get putting up his yards. Oh yeah. And, and we'll still have him up for the for the Heisman, but it'll be a more. And God, I hate saying this, but it'd be in a, in a way a more efficient offense, especially if we're able to grind out the ball and win the time possession and protect the defense. For the end of the year, so they're fresh legged and ready to go. Yeah, there's yeah, a reason. There's a reason that Gus Malzahn's offense doesn't work year in and year out. You got, yeah. you, 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 you got to the, the best defense is a ball control offense. Oh, well, don't forget, he, he's not able to use his ineligible men downfield and twelve men on the field. That's true. And then also the reason why his offense don't work, or Gus is Gus is not an <laughs> offensive guy. He don't know what he's doing down there. If he did, he would be doing it consistently. Not every five or six or seven years when he get a quarterback. So as far as what Gus doing down there in Auburn, I can care less because it don't affect nothing in Tuscaloosa. It really don't affect nothing in college football. But it, but every five or six years, I, I did hear he bought he bought the uh, he buried the book from uh, the Water Boy. You know, uh, dummies for football. <laughs> Hey, but you know what, though? It's, it's kind of a touchy situation, a touchy subject when it comes to Alabama and 
what style of offense and how they're going to do it because of the matter of fact, they, they just blessed with riches. They, he can basically yeah. do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And I can see him in certain games, certain systems, throwing the ball a lot. And I can see him in certain games, such as just running the ball, pounding and grounding. So we well, may get a little bit of this and that all year long when it comes to saving. I just think you're going to see, like you said earlier, a more balanced team yeah. all the way around. Got to. I concur. All right. Well, and we need it. Yeah, ab- yes. absolutely, because, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's great that you can put some points on the board, but when, you, when you're when you throwing the defense, especially with the lack of depth across the defensive line out there, time after time after time, eventually things start to break down a little bit. And then also, going back to Clemson real quick, Clemson mm-hmm. is going to have the time. But the next, well, when the season starts, they will probably have about 13 games to get their defense ready for Alabama. So when we're talking about they're going to be able to lose so many guys and they may not be as talented or as deep, one of the two, by the time Clemson meet Alabama, they may not be as good as Alabama at the end of the year. But you can rest assured, if it's, Al- if it's anybody other than Alabama they playing, they probably would manhandle them. So – I wouldn't be surprised if this Clemson team come out this year thinking with the notion that everybody thinking that they're going to fall off the chemistry they have with the coaching staff, the talent they've recruited the last couple of years. This might be a very, very dangerous football team because, you know, they actually had a bodies. They had a lot of guys last year, man, that played some very, very good football. They just didn't play nobody, so they was able to get that work in. So, see, we didn't uh, – going back to the coaching – See, our coaches didn't get that work in. I don't know if it was they didn't know how. We didn't have the bodies. Was they planning on leaving? I don't know what the problem was, but we just simply weren't prepared for that Clemson game. I agree. I mean, you know, Clemson built their season looking at looking for us. So, oh, uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out for this coming year. Oh, right. man, and I can't wait. <laughs> Can we tee it up now? Hey, I, I wish we could, man. I'm so sick of the talking. I'm so sick of the Clemson this, Clemson that. Man, I don't just found myself Who's, just agreeing with what who, they say now. I can't win the argument. Who's Clemson playing Labor Day weekend? Maybe we can get their opponent to play Duke and we'll just go ahead and play Clemson. How about that? <laughs> I don't know who Clemson playing Labor Day weekend. I tell you, man, <laughs> they're not going to have any issues with it. I tell you, whoever they're playing. <laughs> well, and... We'll go ahead and uh, call the show right there and want to remind everybody you can follow us on Twitter at Crimson Talk Show. Uh, you can email us. We'd love to hear from you. Crimson Talk Show at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app of choice, certainly at Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play. Uh, Spotify uh, just go in there subscribe to us leave us a review we'd love to get your feedback there too uh, but in the meantime we're 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 getting we're in the we're right at the beginning of the end of the off season so things are going to start heating up as we go i mean the the smack talking's already beginning and uh it's not going to end for another nine months so it's not going to end until we will 
Everybody buckle up. Everybody buckle up and come along on the ride with us. And uh, until next time, can I get a roll, Todd? Roll Interstate 65, get around them cops Not about to stop, got a house to cop Club full of thick chicks with no blouse and top Man, the South is hot like a bowl of grits We ain't broke, big shot, what you supposed to fix? So sick, throw rims on the OV6 And drop big block hemis in the oldie quick Biash, sitting in a Tonka toy Slump, pimped out, Willy Wonka boy Funk, you ain't never got crunk before Until you tear the club down with them country boys I pump noise in the trunk like 218 Too late, break the scene if you ain't clean Go back and get your ride painted It's Friday, ain't a 334 to 205 So why taint it?